Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome once again to the Grand Slam Podcast. This is episode 67. I am your host, Moneymaker Chris, and joined as always by the one and only Mr. J. Jowdy. How you doing here this evening? I'm doing good. Doing good. Happy to be back uh, at our little extended hiatus break, whatever you want to call it. Uh, yes, yeah. yes, a little extended hiatus break, and a lot went down during that time period as well. Yes. Yes, so you ready to get started? I am. All right, first and foremost, congratulations to the Houston Astros. They won the 2022 World Series against the Phillies 4-2, and this was a very, very good series. Uh, See, Phillies, they won the first game 6-5 to five in 10 innings. Then the Astros came back and won the second game 5-2. to two. Uh, The third game, uh, five home runs by the Phillies. They shut the Astros out 7-0. That was a huge game for the Phillies. And then the Astros came back the next game and shut the Phillies out 5-0. And that was one of those, like, <laughs> we've talked about on here, whether we like it or not. One of those combined no-hitters there in the World Series. And then game uh, game five, Astros won 3-2. to two, And then game six, Astros won 4-1 to one to win the World Series. Dusty Baker finally gets that coveted World Series. Very happy for him for that. Uh, your World Series MVP was Jeremy Penna. Uh, he had a very good series. Uh, let's see. I think he had a home run in that series. And uh, he went two for four in game six and got the game winning hit in the, uh, the final game. So he was your um, MVP. And he's the third rookie to be named World Series MVP, joining uh, LeVon Hernandez and Larry Sherry from the 1959 Dodgers to be a rookie to win the World Series MVP. But uh, thoughts overall of this World Series this season? Uh, I mean, as we discussed on episodes leading up to it, we were virtually pulling for the Astros mainly because of Dusty Baker. Mm-hmm. Um, so in in that regard, I I'm happy that Dusty got his World Series ring. Not so much that the Astros won, but right <laughs> more so that Dusty got his ring because he I mean he deserved it. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, um, but overall it. It was a, a good series. Uh, it would have been interesting because, you know, Philly right now, Philadelphia, the city in general, sports-wise, has has been, you know, relatively at the top. I mean, you know, so, you know, um, people is like wondering, like, I mean, of course, it's, it's funny how, because we're doing this weeks later, but, like, Around the time when the World Series was going on, you had like three teams from that city that was kind of virtually on top. Granted, the 76ers fell off, but, mm. um, you know, they fell off a little bit. But, I mean, the Eagles still flying high. Yeah. Right. And everything. But, yeah, I mean, around the time that the World Series was going on, you had like three teams from, you know, that city that was kind of really flying high and everything. And it's always interesting, like, how that happens. Because I think. That happened uh, with in your city, uh, even though the Wizards are the Wizards, but yeah. um, but I mean the Commanders, you know, 
was pretty good. Um, Capitals, you know, doing their thing and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it, it happens. Oh, know, yeah. In cities, like, they have multiple sports teams, but it seems like always one of those teams always kind of, you know, it's always odd me and out in a way. But mm-hmm. so, but yeah, the, the World Series, it, it was a great overall thing. And I, I'm, I'm probably going to have to look it up to see exactly what the rating number was because uh-huh. it's it's weird when it comes to baseball, like in recent years. And we've talked about it on this show, but how they don't, I guess I'm going to the beat the dead horse segment already. Uh-huh. Um, but the fact that they don't promote the stars like they do, mm. it's like, how do, like, do they really expect you know, casuals to watch, you know, the playoffs, the World Series. Do, mm. do, do they expect that? Because casual, as you know, casual fans watch the big events because they are relatively in the know of who certain star players are of a mm-hmm. sport. Mm-hmm. If if they don't know who the hell anybody is, they're not going to watch. So, I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird how baseball kind of works like that. They don't they don't do commercials with the young guys or anything like that. So it's not like they're trying to bring in viewers. So, yeah, I just, I just always kind of find that weird, in a, you know, in a just like I would like to be in one of those rooms just to see, like, how they talk about that. So. I would I would, too, because normally, like I said, in a lot of sports, like certain things like you know, Super Bowl or the NBA Finals or stuff like that, you know, World Cup going on, certain things like that will bring in, obviously, your, your diehard fans, but they'll also bring in a lot of your casuals, too. But a lot of your casuals paying attention is the everyday average fan turning into the World Series. I don't think so. People like me and you, they grew up loving baseball, sure. Some of the older generation will turn in short, but a lot, a lot of the younger generations, like you said, a lot of those casual fans, are they turning into the World Series? Especially with this one, Phillies and Astro, these aren't necessarily, you know, how, these are kind of more those regional teams within those regions. It's not like, you know, Yankees, you know, Dodgers, Red Sox, that might be have more of a national following, too. So these aren't necessarily markets that are necessarily necessarily gravitating to say, oh, we're going to turn in to see the World Series. So I would be very curious about that as well. So just looking it up, uh-huh. it's saying that this was the second lowest rating of the World Series at 12 million per game. Mm. So back in 1975, mm-hmm. you had 51.6 million people watched Game 7 of the World Series. That's 19... Mm. That's, that's, that's 1975. Just for one game. Uh-huh. But yet and still, for six games, you average 11... 11,784,000 on Fox, which went down 1.3%. From um, the eleven point, well, not eleven point, but eleven million nine hundred forty thousand for the Braves six game win over the Astros, and it's like, well, wait a minute, 
Oh, no, wait a minute. What is that? Yeah. Yeah, as I'm looking at... Yeah, okay. Making sure I'm looking at it right. Because mm. I don't know what... Because the way it's kind of dipping off a little bit. Mm. Um, But yeah, just like how the each year the ratings... Basically, each year the ratings go down for the World Series. And this is the second rated... The second lowest rated one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's like they're losing viewership. Mm-hmm. Every year, mm-hmm. but they're not doing anything to try to to get it back up. So, and you would think you would see that as a problem because most sports you want to grow the game, you want to bring in new fans to the game. But it seems like baseball they like continue to be behind the eight ball when it comes to. Gravitating, bringing in a whole new new fan base into the sport. Like I said, beating that dead horse once again. Marketing your stars, marketing the game to a younger audience. That younger audience, they're gravitating more towards football and basketball. They're not paying baseball any attention like that. And that's so un- it's so unfortunate. We, people like us, we grew up loving and enjoying the game. This generation of kids, unless they got people that you're teaching them and showing them the game, they're not growing up loving baseball or paying attention to the World Series, getting excited for the World Series, stuff like we like we did when we were, we were coming up. But that's and that's unfortunate. That's very unfortunate. They got to do something better about that. Yeah, the only way to do that, I mean, like we talk about, is I mean, promote your stars. You know, Absolutely. get them, get them, get them doing other stuff. I mean, hell, I mean. Correct me if I'm wrong. Didn't Derek Jeter host Saturday Night Live when he was playing? I think he did. I believe so. You know, you know, do something like that. Hell, you know, try to bring back Rock and Jock. I mean, you know, something. I don't mm-hmm. know. You know, do 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 something. Shoot, do something to get get people more invested. I mean, you got the you got a lot of great young stars. I mean, some older stars. I mean, like a Matt Scherzer and stuff. You know, people like that. Mm-hmm. Jason Verlander. Well, we're going to talk about those guys. Yeah. But, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I mean, you 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 have a a smorgasbord of of talent. Shohei mm-hmm. Atani. No, he don't speak English and all that great, but still, get his face out there. Do something. Absolutely. <laughs> And especially, especially the nowadays when you have social media, you got Facebook, you got Twitter, you got Instagram, you got TikTok, you got YouTube, you got all these platforms that you can get people on to gotta market the game better, and you're failing to take it, take advantage of it. You think it'd be it's easier to market stars nowadays than it was back in the day. It's like back in the day they were marketing the stars. You saw people in commercials and video games and different stuff. Like I said. Peter doing SNL, you see, like they did a better, they did a much better job of marketing the game, marketing the stars back in the day than what they do now. Easy with all the resources that you have at your disposal. Roger Clemens showing up for like two minutes in in uh, Kingpin, the beat up, um, trying to beat up Randy Quaid because he was hitting on his girl, and, and Woody Harrison ended up knocking him out, knocking oh, out, wow. rocking, knocking out a Randy Quaid. <laughs> you know, try and everything, but yeah, See? he show up talking trash and everything. See? See? You know, Brett Farr showing up in um there's something about Mary. See? I'm in town to play the Dolphins, you dumbass. You know that mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like Brett Farr no more, but still. Um, uh, 
But it's just, you know, things like that. These dudes was, you know, in their in the middle of their careers and they showing up, you know, in other, you know, forms of entertainment. So people are like, oh, who is that? And they're like, oh, he, that's such and such. He plays, you know, such and such sport. Oh, let me check them out. Something like that. Because that's how it always happened. But now you don't get that. No. Hmm. I mean, hell, I mean, look, I think people know who... I think people know who the hell Frank Thomas is more so for, for that <laughs> damn commercial. Yeah. Then to say, hey, you know he used to play professional baseball, exactly, right? Exactly, exactly. He's probably no more for that commercial than he is for his playing career. Right. You, you see that commercial all the time. Exactly. All the time they airing that commercial. Every you damn they air a commercial like that with some of your current stars? Well, maybe, well, maybe not exactly that commercial. I mean, but, I mean, no, 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 not, not that specific <laughs> commercial, but you, you, get, you get what I'm saying. But yeah, and but hey, I mean, he likes it too. Kind of like similar, like what we talked about with the whole, uh, you know, the old timers, you know, as the Ghostbusters. You oh, could have yeah, did that, that with the young guys. Yeah. yeah, you could do it with the younger guys. How could you? How could you not have a commercial with your younger superstars? You couldn't do that with some of your younger guys. If you want to get some of the older guys in there, cool. But you mean you couldn't get a Max or Shohei or Bryce Harper or Soto or somebody in in one of them commercials too? Yeah, it, it don't make sense. So it's like your your biggest, you know, your your prize game where everybody where everybody strives for throughout the whole entire season to get to the championship. And your ratings are continually dropping, mm-hmm. but you're not marketing it to get more interest into it. It's like if you, it's, it's you know, it, it's kind of similar to wrestling in a way, of where the ratings continue to drop, but we're not doing anything to try to fix it. We just basically playing to the fan base that we have, but mm-hmm. you. But the difference with wrestling is that they're not so much consistently losing fans because you have so much, you know, especially with the independents. But because the TV stuff has kind of, I feel like it's hit like a a steady stream. You don't hear too much about, oh, the ratings was this, that, and the third no more. I think it's kind of just hit a, it just hit that cruise control is just consistently steady at this point. Mm-hmm. Getting what you get with mm-hmm. what is WWE or AEW is consistent mm-hmm. right now with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But with like with baseball, football, basketball and everything, basketball is like they, I mean, basketball and football is kind of a little different because they do promote their star players. Oh, yeah. But with baseball, you're not promoting your star players or anything, your ratings are continuously to drop, but you're not doing anything really to bring in new viewers. Like, what do you, the person that's been watching for like 50 years and everything who has a son, you know, or a grandson at this point, I guess you're banking on them continuously bringing the kids to the games. Mm-hmm. Whereas, what if they're not interested in it because? Well, it doesn't have that same electricity, that same excitement that it had before. Mm-hmm. But these other sports are more of a draw, so you leave that to go do something else. And baseball is just, you know, there. Mm-hmm. 
in a way. So I, I don't know. It's kind of weird. Yes, it's definitely in kind of a weird, weird spot. And it, it seems like there's no real like end in sight. You don't even see them even trying to at least attempt. Like, okay, we clearly have a problem here. We need to try to change things. They don't even seem to be even, even making an effort to try to change at all. the way they're doing anything. And it's very, it's very, it comes off very lazy. I mm-hmm. feel because there's 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 really no there's no excuse for that. One of the things you probably see people say is like, you know, baseball's always behind, they're always kinda, you know, banking on the past, the past, the past, the past. But what about the future? What about your future stars? I mean, there's that's that's there's more than enough talent, young talent in the game that you could be promoting to get out there and they just seem to fail to capitalize on it. And I and I, I don't I don't see it. Good. I'd be very curious to talk to some of the people that do the marketing and stuff for baseball and do some of the marketing stuff for these teams and everything and, like, see, like, what do they do when they sit down and, like, strategize and, like, decide to, like, do stuff for the season and everything. I don't really like to be, like, a fly on the wall to yeah. see what their approach is because something something is not clicking there. Something is definitely not clicking, and they seem to be blind to it, it seems. Yeah, up until, you know, somebody show up you know, on the big screen saying they in Panama City saying, you know, I just bought the MLB. Yeah. You know, that whole thing. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> do some goofiness like that. Mm. You know, or maybe the Rocker buy, you know, MLB. Hey, you know, it'd, be, it'd be Dwayne. You got the XFL? Hey, why Now you buy Major League Baseball. Who knows? Yeah, so. It's, it's insane. It really, really, really is crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, just a couple more things um, about the World Series. Um, that no-hitter, it was only the second no-hitter in the history of baseball. There was only one no-hitter, and that was a solo no-hitter. In 1956, uh, Don Lawson threw a, World Sur- uh, threw a no-hitter in uh, a perfect game, I should say, in Game 5 of the 1956. World Series and also too on the Dusty Baker side he became only the third um, black manager to win a World Series the others is uh, Dave Roberts and who's this other guy uh, Cito Gason the only uh, other black managers to win a World Series um, any mm. thoughts on that? I mean with the fact that here we are that the only black American, I believe, because I think they even talked about this, um, the only black American that was on any of the teams was Dusty Baker. Mm-hmm. Like there was no, um, you know, American-born, you know, black players actively playing on either team. Mm-hmm. And like see, Dusty Baker was the only black person that was, you know, it's like wait a minute, like. With everything, you know, because one thing about baseball, we put our stamp, and when I say we, I'm talking about blacks, we put our stamp on the sport of baseball. Mm -hmm. I mean, it starts with Jackie Robinson, and even though, like, we did the Jackie Robinson episode and talked about how they don't talk about his playing career, just about him breaking the color barrier thing. Mm -hmm. But when you look through history, because okay, say say what people want to say, but 
at the end of the day, whether it was some cream on his elbow or whatever, <laughs> he sits at the top of the home run list. Oh, absolutely. Two matter of fact, one and two. One and two on that list. Two black guys. Mm-hmm. Whether you want to acknowledge the one who's at number one or not, and I know, I mean, pretty sure we're going to get into talking about the whole Hall of Fame voting thing and all that, but whether you want to acknowledge it or not, we saw it live. Mm-hmm. We saw we saw him do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can't, you can't say that it didn't happen because you can pull up the video and show it. I mean, McCovey Cove is filled with freaking baseballs that got hit into that damn water because of that guy. Good old Barry Bonds. Yes, I said his name. Um, whether they want to acknowledge him or not and everything. But let's say you look through the history of the sport. We are integral parts of the sport. And the fact that it's gotten to the point of where you rarely have any black players really playing because of basketball and football. Um, And again, it's like you're not drawing in, you know, those players. Because, I mean, let's let's go back to when, like, when we was kids and watching. Do you think necessarily that Kenny Lofton, because Kenny Lofton always reminded me of Gary Payton in a way. Mm. He just was like the baseball version of Gary Payton. Mm-hmm. And he could have easily probably been a basketball player, but he played baseball. Mm-hmm. Eric Davis. Probably could have easily been a football player, but he played baseball. Mm -hmm. Frank Thomas could have easily been a football player. Oh, yeah, but his size. Right? I mean, you know, you got all these guys. You you, Gary Sheffield, your Dwight Gooden, Darryl Strawberry before the drugs, you know, like all uh, Ricky Henderson, who, I mean, he was one of the best base runners of all time. Man, was fast as hell. And everything, Ozzy Smith. Like, there's a there's a list that this just goes on and on of black players playing baseball. And when they talked about the fact that there was not one black active player on either one of the World Series teams, that was like, it's like really? That's alarming. That is very alarming. It's like really? Like, come on. It's like how how do we how do we get here? And again, it's like. What are they doing that they're failing? You know, and I think and, and it's bad to say it, but I feel like with the fact that there's so little of black players in baseball now, mm-hmm. the sport isn't as exciting as it once was, too. Now, people mm-hmm. can take that however they want to take it, but it is, it's kind of a known, unknown thing of where, yeah, a sport can be good, but we as a people make a sport even that much better. Oh, absolutely. I mean, absolutely. Look, I mean, you think about it. Wasn't nobody, I mean, when I say nobody, I'm talking about black people again. Wasn't none of us really watching golf until some young dude shows up wearing a red shirt and black slacks, you know, and pumping his fists and just hitting mm. the ball, you know, lights out. And then you had a whole bunch of black people say, oh, I want to I want to start playing golf or wasn't too. I mean, there was a few 
black people watching because of people like Arthur Ashe and you know stuff like that that watched a little bit. But as a people overall, wasn't a lot of us watching tennis until mm-hmm. until two young black girls showed up mm-hmm. and said, "You know what? We're gonna come and we're gonna take this sport over." Mm-hmm. You know, because I remember watching Serena play like when when she became like the greatest of all time doing that her her peak years run. I was I was sitting watching her matches and I wouldn't mm-hmm. care about the dudes. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't watch the dudes. I watch Serena play. Oh, absolutely. <clears throat> and I mean, like with baseball, like we talked about, we saw you know people who looked like us playing the sport. So hell, like I tell everybody, baseball was my first sport, my first love when it came to sports mm-hmm. because of who I was seeing. I used to, and the reason I because I, I I wanted to be a pitcher. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I love to pitch and mm-hmm. everything. And that was one of the main reasons I wanted to play, you know, play the sport because I saw people who looked like me. And, yeah, I eventually went to basketball and stuff like that. But still, baseball was my first, you know, love when it came to sports. And it's like, imagine, like, I feel like they're they're missing out on, you know, a talent pool. By not trying to, basically, you, I want to say, alienated, a, you know, a certain demographic now, to where I, I don't even know if it's possible to even get us back wanting to come to baseball. Granted, like what we talked about, like why I was so animated about the whole Kyler Murray should have went and played baseball, mm-hmm. because that would have sent a message. And over, I think he would have, and even still, because right now he's hurt in football because he's a small guy. He's like, you know, that wear tear on his body with football is a hell of a lot more strenuous than it would have been if he would have played baseball. Mm-hmm. And I think if he, and I still say it, if he would went and played baseball, it would have sent a huge message to a lot of young black kids who might be playing baseball in high school and stuff. But when they, you know, go off to college or something to tell, you know, oh, nah, you know, put the, put put that ball down, come pick up this rock or come pick up this pig skin and, you know, and do this mm-hmm. and everything. And yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's just kind of, it's just sad, really. Like the fact that we had to fight our way into the sport, we fought our way into it, we dominate the sport, and now it's hardly any of us even in the sport now. It's insane. Mhm. It really is, and also too, I think something else too. I think the process might be getting a lot of a lot of us as well because yeah. you go to you go to play basketball, you go to the NBA, you get drafted to the NBA, you could start right away. You go to the NFL, get drafted to the NFL, you can start right away. You go to baseball, you got to go to single A, double A. There's no, there's no even guarantee you could even get to the major leagues. It's a much harder process. I don't think also, too, we see that say, oh, I don't, there's no guarantee for me here. Why don't I go play baseball? Why don't I go play, you know, basketball or whatever else? But yeah, I think that, that plays a role in, I think, a lot of things when it comes to us in baseball as well, too. The process Compared to yeah, I'm not saying yeah. that's the, the end all be all, but I think that plays into it as well. I think no, too. no, no, you're definitely right about that. But 
my only counter to that, and not necessarily you, but because I've heard, I've heard like on different shows and everything, mm-hmm. they talk about that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. but my my counter to that has always been, well, what has changed from when the guys like that we mentioned earlier, like the Kenny Loftons, like the yeah. Eric Davis, the Gary Sheffield, yeah. Dwight Goods. Daryl Strawberries, Dan Griffey, you know Ken Griffey's senior and junior, Dan, uh, yep. you know all, all those guys that you know what changed from then to now. As far as, I mean, if you you talk about oh well, you know the inner city, you know urban areas and everything don't have well, what's changed regarding that from then to now? Because I, I don't think there has been too much of a change when it comes to that. Because, hell, I mean, you go to certain, you know, urban areas, yo, they don't even have a bat, but, hell, they, they got a stick. They got a, hell, they might not even have a baseball, but they got a tennis ball. Mm-hmm. And they play, you know what I mean? They play baseball. They, they, they yeah. figure something out, you know, and everything. So what's, like I say, as far as, them playing the sport, what has really changed? And, and because when, as we talk about a lot on the show, baseball has not changed too much in 200 something years. So that process has always been there. So when it comes to us, you know, gravitating towards the sport or gravitating away from the sport, what there's, there is something and I don't know. Maybe it's the. I, I, I guess I just have to say it. It's, it's probably the money factor. Yeah. But right. at the same time, for every. I mean, everybody's not Ken Griffey Jr. Mm-hmm. Okay, and and that's that's black all way. I mean, Ken Griffey. You know, he he he's he he, he was, was in in baseball nineteen back. years old. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Everybody ain't doing that. But if you got talent. And just hone your skills. Yeah, you might spend some time in in a ball and everything, but depending on how how you progress, you're in the major leagues, so you know it. Oh yeah. And and I mean, it's just I don't know because I always feel like, like quick money ain't always best money. Yeah. Because we we've seen what happened to these these young guys that that get this money early and then next day you know. Five five years later, they broke. So it's like I don't know. In baseball, you you have the opportunity to play twenty plus years, and you won't have a lot of wear and tear on your body. Mm-hmm. These other That's sports, very they, true. they tear your body all up. Hell, in one sport, tears your mind up. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's it's kind of it's kind of weird. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. Uh, anything else on that? No, I mean I kind of spewed off into a few tangents already. You know, wasn't planning on doing it, but we haven't done the show. We're going out on a strong note. This is the final episode of the season. We're going out on a strong note. I don't know. I, I mean, well, you know, I get I get passionate about this stuff. No, know? no, no, no. I, I I appreciate that passion. I I definitely appreciate that passion. It is definitely welcomed on this show. So I mean, shoot, because I mean, I I as, look as a, as a thirty five. Well, thirty-six year old, not thirty-five. Jesus, sit myself back a year. Good lord. Um, yeah, cause I'll be thirty-seven my birthday. Um, but 
as a 36 year old man right now, I, well, black man, I should say, I still enjoy the sport of baseball. That's why mm-hmm. I enjoy, that's why I enjoy doing this show with you. That's mm-hmm. why I enjoy you know kind of look you know as we go through the history of talking about the sport and you mm-hmm. know watching the highlights and some games that I get to see a little bit live and stuff like that. That I mean, I kind of went away from it, but it came back mm-hmm. and everything. So yeah, I mean, hell, if if I had a kid right now, I'd be like, yeah, we're gonna watch some baseball game. Yeah, we can watch the other yeah. sport too. They can play a baseball game. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So, yeah, all right, if I had a son or daughter, I would definitely be getting them into baseball. Yeah, I mean, shoot. I mean, all right, all right, all right. I'm done now. I'm I'm, I'm off my soapbox. You're off your soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate your insight. We appreciate your passion on that topic. <laughs> all righty. So let's get into some of the baseball awards. All the baseball awards have been handed out. And let's start on the National League side. Uh, you had the finalists for the NL Cy Young Award came down to three guys, um, Sandy Alcantara from the Marlins, uh, Max Fried from the Braves, and Julio Urias from the Dodgers. And your winner was Sandy Alcantara from the Marlins. He finished the season. Yes! (laughs) Yes! He won the National League Cy Young Award with a 14-9 record um, and a 2.28 ERA and 207 strikeouts. Um, your NL Manager of the Year finalists came down to Dave Roberts from the Dodgers, Buck Showalter from the Mets, and Brian Skinner from the Braves. Your winner of that award was none other than Buck Showalter, who helped lead the Mets to a 101 and 61 record. I mean, they got knocked out early in the playoffs, but they did have a very, very good very good season and then your national league uh mvp it came down to nolan ariendo from the cardinals paul goldsmith two guys from the cardinals were in the finals for the mvp and then manny machado and your winner was paul goldsmith uh he had a 317 batting average 35 home runs seven stolen bases 115 rbi and then your National League Rookie of the Year. Because, uh, again, the Cardinals getting a lot of representation here. Um, Brandon, um, um, what's his name? Brandon Donovan, uh, he was a finalist. Uh, Michael Harris the second, And then another guy from the Braves, his name is Spencer Strider. Uh, your winner was Michael Harris. He batted 297 with 19 home runs, 64 RBIs. And twenty stolen stolen bases. Uh, thoughts on your National League award winners? Uh, I'm. I mean, I'm just um, surprised that somebody from the Marlins won something. I know. Uh, I, 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 I believe that. I'm like, I'm like what? Um, <laughs> Amazing. Yeah, you know. But uh, congratulations to all the winners. Well, well, all the ones that was in contention for it, and 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 of course all the winners as well. Uh, Buck Showalter. I mean, yeah, I mean, he, he got some good things going on up there with the Mets because they kind of was a team that came out of nowhere uh, this past season. Um, in terms of like 
being a legit contender um, and everything. I think they just kind of took the league by surprise in a way with how they performed for most of the season, mainly because of that Mad Max guy, you know, mm-hmm. and everything. And I'm looking forward to see what they do next season. With, oh yeah, we're getting a little bit of that later. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, but yeah, just like I said, congratulations to those guys, and really uh, surprising that somebody from the freaking Marlins won something. That's the only thing the Marlins winning, I guess. I know. <laughs> so hey, I guess, I guess that's, that's better than nothing, right? Yeah, yeah, better than nothing. It's just now they gotta try to win some freaking games, I guess. You know, turn that ship around. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Get back into. Contention, win another World Series, and blow up the team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because that's what they're, they are known to do. We've talked about that on here a billion times. That's what they are known to do. Win the World Series, and then just blow up everything. <laughs> oh, and one other award on the uh, National League side. Uh, comeback Player of the Year was none other than Albert Pujols. I mean, he had a resurgence yeah. season. Uh, he ended the season batting. 270, 24 home runs, 68 RBIs, one stolen base, and he also joined the 700 home run club. So, thoughts on Albert Pujols winning um, NL Comeback Player of the Year? I mean, I think it's kind of funny that he wins Comeback Player of the Year his quote-unquote final season. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, he kind of came out of nowhere because, you know, for a few years there was like, is he even really still playing? I mean, we know he on a roster, but is he really mm-hmm. still playing? And then this season is like, you know what? Whatever, whatever I got left, I'm, I'm, I'm using it. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. I mean, he, you know, he went out, he went out strong. I should say, you know, basically, like I said, and I put quotation marks again. If this is truly his final season. Because mm-hmm, the way he played, he could definitely come back for another season, especially you know, that now that they have the DH in both leagues now. He could just come up to the plate and hit. Just be a DH or come off the bench, be a pinch hitter. I mean, why not? The way he ended the last season, he he could definitely come back at least for one more season. Like I said, you don't have to, you don't have to do a whole lot. Come yeah. off the bench and just play. Man, I mean... And then, I mean, that whole uh, home run derby thing is like, wait a minute. Yes. I was pleasantly surprised. When they say he was in the home run derby, I said, oh, that's, you know, a nice thing to do for his final season. Wasn't really expecting much of anything, but he came very, very close to winning the whole thing. Oh, yeah. man. That, that's, that's when it all kind of started. That home run derby, just something must just clicked. And all of a sudden, he said, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I, I still got, I'm, I'm I still got a little like gas left in the tank. Yeah. Uh, yeah, okay, Mark Henry. You know. no, I still got a lot left that, in the tank. I still yeah. got a lot left in the tank. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See how Wuho's walking around in them salmon suit jackets. Exactly. You know. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. That is hilarious. Um, Any other thoughts on that? Any other thoughts on the NL winners? Any other thoughts? No, no, that's it. Cool, cool. Now, over to the AL side, um, your AL MVP finalists, three guys. You got uh, Jordan Alvarez from the Astros, Aaron Judge from the Yankees, and Shohei Otani from the Angels. And, of course, your winner for MVP was none other than Aaron Judge, who had a phenomenal season, batting 311, 62 home runs, 
131 RBIs and 16 stolen bases. The AL Cy Young finalists. Uh, you got Dylan Seas from the White Sox. You got Alex Manoa from the um, Blue Jays. And then you got Justin Verlander from the Astros. And your winner was none other than Justin Verlander, who also won and uh, I mean, I know AL Comeback Player of the Year as well because he was coming off of uh, Tommy John surgery. Mm-hmm. He went eighteen and four with a one point seven five ERA. That's insane with one hundred and eighty five strikeouts. Um, your AL Rookie of the Year finalists. Uh, you got Stephen Kwan. You got Julio Rodriguez, and then you got Andy Rush. Andy. Oh, all oh, uh, Adley Rushman. Excuse me, Adley Rushman from the. Orioles, and then your winner for the rookie of the year on the AL side was Julio Rodriguez, who had a very good season, batting 284, 28 home runs, 75 RBIs, and 25 stolen bases. And then your AL manager of the year finalists you had Terry Francona from the Indians, you had Brian Hyde from the O's, and then you had Scott Surveyus from the Mariners, and then your winner was Terry Francona, who led the Indian, I'm not excuse me, to call them the Indians, the um, Guardians, excuse me, the Guardians, um, they won the Central, and they went 92-70. and 70. Uh, Thoughts on your AL winners? Well, first, I'm going to say um, I think it should have been um, the manager from the Orioles to win because yes. Yes. as we talked about how they they were in the basement mm-hmm. of the division and they worked themselves all the way up the way they did. If anything, that just shows like, okay, they know what they can be and I think they're going to be a team to watch uh, in 2023. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Um, Aaron Judge, I mean... I wonder how many casuals even know who he is. Right? Yeah, that 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 is true. That is like, very very true. I mean, Buddy is a star. I mean, he is. Especially playing in New playing over there with the Yankees. The Yankees, that's right. I mean, that's that's the mecca, right? You know, mm-hmm. you play for the Yankees, everybody know who you are. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty damn good. And I, I, I'm I'm still reserving of just. Because anytime we like we talk about him, it's always well if he stay healthy. Well, we saw him healthy all this season, and we saw what he did. Now, okay, twenty twenty three. If he if he stays healthy, then I think we can kind of squash that if he stays healthy thing whenever we talk about Aaron Judge. But and but we have to see it first. Because mm-hmm. that's been the knock against him. It's like, yeah, he's a great talent. Mm-hmm. But can he stay healthy? And then we got to see him stay healthy this season and look at what he did. And also, this was a contract year, which we're going to talk about that um, and everything for him. But, but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I, I couldn't have seen nobody else, you know, beating him for that award, really. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Very true. He definitely, definitely deserved it. And I'm with you too. I thought it should have been the O's manager as well. I mean, they they finished 83 and 79, so they finished above 
500. They did not finish in last place. The Red Sox finished in last place at 78 and 84. And they definitely got some young talent over there. So they definitely, like you said, they definitely could be a team that is on the rise. They were making a push there for a while. They were in wild card contention there for a while. They, they were definitely in the mix there for a little bit. I said, okay, oh, let's see you. So I definitely think they are definitely somebody we're going to be talking about on future episodes, definitely going in the next season. They are definitely somebody to keep keep an eye on, too, because that's that's amazing. I got, and I said on here, I said they will not finish in last place, and they didn't. Yeah. That's, yeah, I mean, because, you know, we started, I forgot exactly when we started really noticing it, <clears throat> like when we do the stand, it's like, wait a minute. The, mm-hmm. I was kind of, you know, they they coming about the basement. Yeah, I would be hearing things about them, and then when I would be checking the standings, I said, "Oh, I said, okay, O's, I see you," because you weren't really expecting much mm-hmm. from them, but they 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 starting to turn it around. The, the rebuild is definitely working for them. Yeah, definitely is, definitely is. All right, uh, any other thoughts on the AL winners? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. All right, so we're pretty much in the middle of free agency. We had the winter meetings this week. That's when a lot of the trades and the free agency sign-ins go down. And we've seen some moves, some pretty big names that have been making making moves so far. Uh, one of the first big names to make a move was uh, Jacob DeGrom. He is heading to the Rangers. Five years, $185 million contract to go pitch. In Texas, and then they lose him. You're like, oh man, what's gonna happen with the Mets? They still got Max, but you lose the Grom, you lose that one two punch. Lo and behold, they end up picking up Justin Verlander. He signs a two year, $86 million deal with a third year option. So he, so he teams up once again. I had forgotten, until somebody posted, I had forgot that the two of them played together in Detroit for the mm. Tigers. So they're reunited again. So you lose the Grom, you pick up Verlander, and that's gonna be that's gonna be a scary combination. You throw Mad Max and Justin Verlander out there, people. Watch out for those two. Uh let's see Clayton Kershaw, he's staying with the Dodgers. He signed a one year twenty million dollar deal. Um Cody Bellinger um Agreed to a one-year, $17.5 million deal with the Cubs. Uh, Trey Turner signs an 11-year, let me see. Yeah, 11-year, $300 million deal with a full no-trade clause to go to the the Phillies. And if you're a Nationals fan, you got... All in the same division. You got Brownlee, got Bryce Harper. Not only do you have Mad Max, but now you got Trey Turner in the division. It's just like, oh, crazy. But check this out. He actually took less money to go there. They said he turned down a $342 million deal from the Padres. I found that very interesting. Well, so he actually took less money to go join with the Phillies. I found that very interesting. And then, lo and behold, um, probably the biggest one of of them all so far, Aaron Judge. Everybody figured, where was he going to land? Was he going to stay with the Yankees? Some people thought he might go to the Giants. I said maybe the Dodgers might try to take a 
swing at him, but he is staying with the Yankees on a nine-year, $360 million deal. And he puts him right up there with some of the big deals that we've been seeing in recent years. You had that deal, then you had, of course, the Bryce Harper, 13-year, $330 million deal. Uh, Corey Seager's 10-year, $325 million deal with the Rangers. Garrett Cole, nine years, $324 million uh, with the Yankees, Manny Machado, ten year, three hundred million dollars with the with the Padres. Um, some big money deals there, and some big money deals this off season. Um, with still plenty of time left in the off season, but those are the big deals that have gone down, gone down so far. Um, any thoughts on that? Well, um, first thing, uh, Trey Turner, eleven years. So he's 29 now, so mm-hmm. that'll take him to 40, 41, depending on when his birthday is, mm-hmm. type of thing. Mm-hmm. So virtually he's going to play the rest of his career with the Phillies. With the Phillies, yep. Vir- you know, virtually um, and everything. So, mm-hmm. the, I, and, and that is kind of interesting when we, we brought it up about he turned down that contract from the Padre, but at the same time, Phillies was just in the World Series. Yeah. So, who's to say that he isn't a missing piece that if they get back there, that he could potentially get them over the hump, you know, type mm-hmm. of thing. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, that's kind of a smart move. Yeah, I took less money, but I have a better mm-hmm. opportunity with this team to get to the World Series than if I go to I'm with San Diego, and I mean we got to contend with the Dodgers, and sometime with you know the Giants when you know because they go through they up and down years. You never know when is the their up year, when is it their mm-hmm. down year, mm-hmm. you know type of thing. So because realistically, when you think about it, you know plan for the Phillies. In that division, you it's really, it's really like Philly, the Mets, and then kind of the Braves and everybody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but right now with that division, it I would say is just from a, just from my personal thing is I, I look at it as. Mets, Phillies, Braves, and then, uh, then mm-hmm. unfortunately, the other teams, <laughs> which just happen, so happen to be uh, our home uh, teams uh, that play like crap right now. One brought it on themselves by just trading away every damn body, but mm-hmm. I still don't understand. I don't. I still don't understand what the hell Washington got going on with that. <laughs> I, don't <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, the Marlins being the Marlins, so um. Yeah. But yeah, I mean the Phillies, you know, they they basically like one eight, one and one. It's, it's one and one eight with between them and the and the Mets, and then like I say the Braves, you know, they they get hot, you know, every now and then like that. So in a way, that was the I feel like that was the smarter um, play for him. Uh-huh. Um, but then it kind of tells you, okay, we thought we were getting something going with San Diego, but. I, I really feel like like it's it's something behind the curtain when it comes to 
Padres, and I feel like it has to do with that Fernando Tatis guy, mm-hmm. um, which I still feel like he's odd man out, um, and everything. Um, but uh, I mean, thinking about Aaron Judge, because you know, who got thought is he gonna leave and go somewhere else? Because that would have been a I think that would have been even a bigger story than him re-signing with the Yankees. Yeah, that's a big story. Yeah, he re-signs with the Yankees. But if he would have left, because, you know, as we know, growing up, you didn't leave the Yankees. No. You you, you left to go play for the Yankees, but you didn't Mm. leave the Yankees. No. 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 That was was, was unheard of. That was almost an unwritten rule. How did I you leave the Yankees? Yeah, cause like, like think about it, you you didn't have too many people like like the big, you know, star players was not leaving the Yankees. They were leaving mm-hmm. their teams to go play for the Yankees, mm-hmm. but they wasn't leaving the Yankees. So no, no. Mm-mm. The fact that he he resigned for nine years and I mean, that's that's pretty much the bulk of his prime career. So, cause how old is he now? Um. Uh, Aaron Judge. Let's see. Yeah, he he is 30. 30, 30 years old. Yeah. yeah, so so his his contract will be up thirty nine or forty, depending on when his birthday is. Mm-hmm. Um, so virtually he's playing the rest of his career with the Yankees by that notion. Um. So yeah, I mean, some of these deals. I mean, it's, it's very interesting. I mean, Clayton. I mean, they might really think the Clayton Kershaw is going anywhere. I mean, I don't think so. No. Yeah, they, I mean, buddy. I mean, at this point, he he kind of he he comes with the building at this point. So yeah, pretty much. He's reached that level in his career. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like yeah. Oh yeah, there's Clayton right over there. You know, doing the tour. Yeah, Clayton, he's right there. Mm-hmm. You know, type of thing, but there you go. But yeah, but, but I mean, but like you say too. I mean, the all season is still young because uh, we got a ways to go. So who who knows? Some something else could happen. I don't think it'd be nothing on the grand scale of what we got in the beginning, but it could be something potential that we'll look back on and be like, that was a great move by such and such because that's what they needed necessarily. If they if a team you know makes like a crazy run next season and gets to the World Series. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. I'm looking forward to seeing Verlander and Max. That's, yes. That's, 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 that's going to be lethal. That's, that's, when they lost the Grom, I was like, uh-oh, I said, that's a big loss, but they, they, they had something in the works. I said, man, that, well, hopefully, that's, that's, that's a, that's a lethal combination right there. You throw them two out there, as your two well, starting pitchers. Well, hopefully, Verlander and Max does a hell of a lot better reuniting than KD and James Harden and Brooklyn. Oh yes, yes. Hopefully that you know that's that's a better Max and Verlander is better than that. Yes, so. definitely. Hopefully that's a much much better reunion. But the Mets are loading up. I just got an alert here. They resigned one of their I've Outfielders are uh, the center fielder Brandon uh, Namino. Uh, he signed an eight-year, hundred sixty-two 
million dollar deal. So the Mets, the Mets, the Mets are loading up. They they coming back strong next season. I'm telling you, they 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 on a mission. It seems like. Yeah, I mean, hopefully so because I mean, we thought uh, the team might be World Series bound. Like, yeah, not this year. They not, no, not this year. We got, we we got to wait a little bit. <laughs> oh boy, yeah. So it should be, should be definitely interesting. All right, a few more things before we wrap up here. Uh, congratulations to uh, old, old crime dog himself, uh, Fred McGriff. He is elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Uh, looking at his career numbers, at a career batting average of 284 with 2,490 hits, 493 home runs, and 1,550 RBIs. He played with quite a few teams throughout the course of his career. He started off with the Blue Jays, played with the Padres, the Braves, the Devil Rays, the Cubs, the Dodgers, and then he went back to the Devil Rays to end his career in 2000. 2004. He's a five-time All-Star World Series champion in 1995, three-time uh, Silver Slugger Award winner, and a two-time home run leader. Um, so I guess the only name so far that uh, got into the Hall of Fame this year. Uh, any thoughts on that? Well, I mean, I was a fan because I know of him when he played for the Braves. Mm-hmm. And everything, so that's the Fred McGriff that I know, and I'm still never understood why they call him a crime dog, but whatever. Mm. Um, maybe because it was McGriff, you know. That's McGruff, what I'm thinking. We got McGriff, yeah, yeah. Know, McGruff, McGriff, yeah. Uh-huh. That dog on dog, but um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, he deserved it. I mean, he had a, he had a great career and, and everything. Um, but yeah, it is kind of interesting that he's the only one. Hell, he might be the only one that goes into the Hall of Fame. Yeah. So, yeah, unfortunately, because I mean, I mean, we talked about it earlier. Like somebody hit those um, home runs. Um, somebody yes, won like, those Gold Gloves. Somebody, mm-hmm. you know, somebody did all that. Somebody yeah. set the record, you know, for the season home runs at what seventy three. I think. Mm-hmm. You know, some somebody hit those home runs. You know, you gonna do him the way y'all doing, uh, Pete Rose. So I was just going to say, like it's like with Pete Rose, somebody somebody got all those hits. Yeah. Yeah, somebody uh bulldozed the the catcher in the all star game. Somebody Yes. <laughs> so, you know. But according to baseball, that didn't never never happened. Never yeah, happened. never happened. To, 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 to yeah. Turn, turn the blind eye to all of that. <laughs> yeah, apparently apparently Barry and, and see I I really hate that that this is allowed to happen. And what I mean by that is that okay, you don't know a hundred percent when it came to Barry. Of course he said that about the whole cream on his elbow nonsense. Mm, clear, clear the cream on the elbow, right, yep. Yeah, right. But when he was hitting all those home runs, baseball ratings was through the roof. Mm-hmm. Whether you liked him or you didn't like him, baseball ratings were through the roof. Money was coming in because it was must see TV. Is he hitting a home run today mm-hmm. or something? And even it was wild about it. As much as he got walked, he still hit all them damn home exactly. runs. Exactly. Right? So 
it's almost like okay, you made all this money, and and I'm 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 just using him, but all those guys that are, you know, basically being blackballed from being in the Hall of Fame. Y'all did all this for the sport. Y'all helped generate all this money, all these ratings and everything. But now it's, oh, well, we're not going to let you into the Hall of Fame because even though we can't prove it with some of them, but the stigma that surrounds them about steroids and everything. So we're not going to vote you in to the Hall of Fame. And it's a and it's a doggone shame that that baseball decided to do this and everything because everybody that's in the MLB Hall of Fame are not angels. Mm-hmm. All, there's there's no one perfect in there. And then when you have somebody like a freaking Ty Cobb, and if you know anything about Ty Cobb and the fact that he's in the Baseball Hall of Fame and these dudes can't get in just because. Because I'll put it like this: Roger Clemens is a pitcher. Barry Bonds was a was a hitter. Mm-hmm. So if they both, you know, quote unquote, using steroids, you know, while they're playing against each other, that's still a level playing field. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So it, it's like it's like come on, it's like let's be real now. It's like. Mm-hmm. Y'all, y'all knew what was going on because they can't tell. I mean, they, they, they turned a blind eye to it. Yeah, they because knew exactly what was going on. They knew exactly what was going on. Like, think the, the ratings were good. The ratings were through the roof, so they just turned their back to all of that. Two of the best, the two of the best years for baseball from a rating standpoint, I believe. Well, we already know the summer of '98. Oh yeah, that year, mm-hmm. and and Barry's year. Where he just said, you know what, what they did, yeah, but I'm a one man show. I'm doing it all by myself. Mm-hmm. Those are probably two of the best, greatest rating ratings years for the sport of baseball. Mm-hmm. But eh, we gonna sweep all that on the rug because you know all they had PDs and all this type of nonsense. But y'all knew, y'all knew, y'all knew mm-hmm. what was going on. Mm-hmm. But y'all didn't care because y'all was making all this money. So it's like I say, it's a it's a shame from that standpoint. And I mean, when you look at Barry Bonds' career, and especially when when it's talked about the reason why he might have done it, because you know it's it's all allegedly because they could never prove anything, so it's all allegedly. Mm-hmm. But if you remember how the story went, the reason why he decided to do it is because. He knew overall he was a better player than both Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa. And mm-hmm. he did not like the fact that they were getting all the attention. Mm-hmm. When they could not, as as players, they could not hold a hold a candle to anything that he did. Which is true. Mm-hmm. Which is very much true. Because what are Sammy Sosa and Mark McGuire really known for? When you take away the home runs, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. That 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 special season, that '98 season, that put both of them on the map. Because even with Bonds, I mean, not forget the stuff he did. Look what he did with Pittsburgh. The stuff he did with Pittsburgh, exactly, is enough yeah. to put him in the Hall of Fame. He was a Hall of Fame based off of that stuff right there. Just look at just look at those eight years. Just look at those eight years. 
the gold glove and, and all that stuff that he was doing. Mm-hmm. So just 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 that portion of his career alone is is a Hall of Fame. Is Hall of Fame worthy? Yes. Those eight years is better than the overall careers of Mark oh, McGuire and Sam. Oh, absolutely, one 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 thousand percent. But getting still, Barry's not going to get into the Hall of Fame. And and, yeah. and like I said, it's, it's sad. It's sad. It really is. It's un- it's very unfortunate. So. <sighs> yeah. So I mean, but I mean, we started off talking about Fred McGriff, but we spewed off into Barry Bonds. But yeah, it will it will be sad if he is the only one this season that goes into the Hall of Fame when the eligibility is getting to because what what is this like the, almost the last time for Barry to be eligible or something? I like think that? it's if it's not the last time, it's definitely close close to it. And it's like it's like come on, it's like what are y'all doing? And then like I say, y'all y'all do this nonsense, and then you wonder why your ratings keep dropping every year. So, mm-hmm. like you know, you're doing this nonsense. Mm-hmm. So, so definitely are, definitely yeah. are. All right, two more things before we wrap up here this evening. Uh, we had the first ever inaugural MLB draft lottery uh, this past week. And the Pittsburgh Pirates got the number one pick in the upcoming draft, followed by my Nationals. Then you got the Tigers, Rangers, Twins, Athletics, Reds, Royals, Rockies, Marlins at number 10, the Angels, Diamondbacks, Cubs, Red Sox, uh, White Sox, Giants, O's, and Brewers round out your top 18 in this inaugural MLB draft lottery. Um, how do you feel about baseball doing a, their first ever um, draft lottery? Why? Why are they doing a draft lottery? Like, like I mean, because when have you ever seen a college baseball game? That's 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 very that's very that's very true. <laughs> very very true. People, people, you probably pay. More, I probably seen a college softball game more than I've seen a college um, base baseball game. Exactly. I mean, look, I know who the hell Jenny Finch is. I know yes. who that is because I've seen her play. Yeah, I, I think it was UL. You um, what was it? One of those teams that was playing softball recently. They was doing um UCLA and somebody playing uh softball. And they were really really good. Like I said, I've seen them play. Like I said, you know Jenny Finch, but you don't you don't see that for college baseball. Nope. Like that, like you see with college football, college basketball, and everything like that. You don't see no college baseball games. Like, you really don't know. Who the hell have we ever seen a college baseball game? I've, 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 as much as I've been watching sports and baseball, I don't ever recall seeing a college I've baseball. Never, I've never seen a college I've baseball never, game. I've never seen. I've never seen. Like I said, both of us are big time sports fans, and that says a lot. We've never. Have we seen little league games? I've, I've seen. Yeah, I've seen. I've seen little league games more so than I've seen college baseball. Right. Are we sure that college baseball even exists? Are we sure mm-hmm. about that? They say it exists, but we sure mm-hmm. about that? We don't know. We have we never seen maybe, it. Does it really? Does it really exist? And nobody's actually seen it. Maybe that's why they spend so many years in doggone triple A, double A, and, and you know, in A ball because they have to actually learn how to play at a professional level. So mm-hmm. they go from high school to to the <laughs> to the minors. To the minors. <laughs> they just say. Uh-huh. That they play college game. I've never uh, seen them. Yeah, I've never, okay. seen, but, but I add, I add even on to this. 
why isn't there a women's professional baseball league? That's a that's a very good. You trying to tell me the 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 only time there could be a women's professional baseball league was when when there was a war war. Mm-hmm. That's the only time. That's the only time that we could do that. Yeah, so I mean, softball players they go to college and everything. They're then what? They want to continue exactly. their playing career. What, what what's next? They marry they marry a baseball player and then they get interviewed about being married to a professional baseball player. Talking mm-hmm. about Jenny Finch again. Mm-hmm. Um. So that, that's 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 what that's what happens. Mm-hmm. But yet and see if they can't have a league of their own. Just saying. I'm just saying. Hey, <laughs> hey, I, I like threw it in the box. Why not? You, you you like how I threw that in there, right? I like that. That was very smooth. A, very a, very a smooth. league of their own. Very yeah. smooth. Very very smooth <laughs> transition there. I like that. <laughs> I still need, you know, matter of fact, I need to watch the. the you know that there's a TV series, right? I, I saw know, that. Yeah, it's on Amazon. You know, Amazon, yeah, I, I yeah. saw that. I was scrolling through one time. I said, "Oh, I meant to watch it, but I never got around to it." I said, "Oh, that might be pretty, pretty good." Yeah, I guess I'm gonna check it out just to see how it is, like, because I, I don't know. I'm not sure if it like kind of plays off of the movie or anything, or if it's like its own story, own separate thing. I don't yeah. know. That's that's a good question. I'm not sure about that. But so. I did see it. I, I did see it advertised. It did pop up on my um, feed. I said, "Oh, that's interesting." Because yeah, I, I mean, I mean, I did do that movie, bro, and I, I love that movie. Matter of fact, it's, oh, it's, it's a, a great movie. movie. Yeah, I've been watching it a long time, but it's, it's a great movie. It's a classic. I highly yeah. recommend it. I mean, Tom Hanks, you know, was like at the was at the. And I would say that's doing his his run in the nineties is a league of their own. It's like doing his run mm-hmm. and everything. And then of course you got Gina Davis and. Mm-hmm. Um, back when Madonna was Madonna, I don't know who that woman is now, but right, yeah. But back when she actually was freaking Madonna and Rosie O'Donnell. Like, Rosie O'Donnell, yeah. yeah, yeah like that, this, was a, that was a cast insane. right there. That was a good yeah. cast. Cast is insane. Very good cast. Very good cast. All right. Last but not least, doing what we've been doing, covering the different divisions in baseball. We've been covering the divisions, the teams within those divisions. We're over on the... AL West side, and today we will be talking about the Seattle Seattle Mariners. Um, they were established in 1977. Uh, let's see. Only, they only had one nickname. They were called the M's. That's pretty simple compared to some of the other <laughs> names that we have seen for teams uh, that we have talked about. Uh, they played in a, two stadiums, um, Kingdome from 1977 to 1999. From 1999 to the present, they've played in uh, T-Mobile Park. No World Series and no AL pennants, which is crazy to me. Um, they have won, uh, let's see, three division titles in 1995, 1997, and 2001, and two wild card berths in 2000 and 2022 this past season. Of course, one of our time favorite guy we talked about many times Ken Griffey Jr. played on that team was a phenomenal player my personal one of my all-time favorites uh you had A-Rod over there you had Randy Johnson I mean you had some very good teams over there in the 90s um they have an overall record of 3,402 wins to 3,783 losses also Ichiro a 
he was another great player. Ichiro! Ichiro! Oh my god, Ichiro was definitely, <laughs> definitely fun to watch. It was just crazy with those teams they had in the 90s, especially with Griffey and everything. They didn't win a World Series, which is crazy to me. It's just like un- unbelievable. But uh, thoughts on the Seattle Mariners over the years? I mean, the Mariners were. Was was one of those teams I used I used to love watching during the nineties. Um, oh, I mean, you had like I say we talked about Ken Griffey. Then you got this damn power forward as a pitcher. Yes, <laughs> six ten Randy Johnson that threw a hundred mile an hour. Yes, like, that, that's like that's like that's not even fair. It's like that's like, not that's, that, that's totally unfair. Like not only is he tall, but this man got a damn cannon on his. As an arm, any mm-hmm. any pitch left handed at that. I know a ball. Go go figure. Oh, and he and he murdered a bird on last. Murdered season. a bird, the poor poor bird. Yeah, well, a few birds actually. He did that more than once. Oh really? Uh, That's the one time he did. Oh, no, wow. no, the no. He, I, I think he did like two, two or three times. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Um, but yeah, you had him as a pitcher. But see, that's the problem. It's like after Randy Johnson on that pitching rotation, when nobody else. Yeah, it was just him and everybody. Yeah, they didn't really yeah. have anybody else. And and then I mean, but that lineup. I mean, Ken Griffey Jr. gets remembered, but you had Edgar Martinez. Yes, you had. I mean, A Rod comes a little later. Um, mm-hmm. but I mean that core group you had. Uh, Jay Buhner, I believe. Jay Buhner. Hey, look, look, I, I I might be one of the few people that is like a huge fan of Jay Buhner. I don't know, just something about him. Like, like this, this ball. Very right underrated. Dude. Very yeah. underrated player. Very he, underrated. He kind of he he kind of reminded me a little bit, like looks wise, like 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 a Goldberg or a Steve Austin. Yeah, yeah. He, I mean, he had the he had the ball head. He had the goatee. Goatee, yeah. But mm-hmm. but he was like he was he was a gritty player. Um, Edgar mm-hmm. Martinez, mm-hmm. um, and everything, which I find it ironic that that I mean, because everybody retired Jackie Robinson number, so that. Numbers universally retired, but mm. as far as players from the Mariners, the only two jerseys that they have retired are Ken Griffey Jr.'s and Edgar Martinez. That's it. Oh, so, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's kind of interesting. I wonder, like, it I wonder, is, yeah, I wonder why they ain't retired each road number because I mean, he mm-hmm. comes along, and what's insane was I think like, Red Johnson's number. Well. <sighs> I don't know, maybe because he didn't play with them long enough, maybe. Maybe, maybe so. Because I mean, yeah, he, you know, he just had like a pocket in time. We, we kind of forget that Randy was not with them that long. It's like, yeah, he's remembered, but I think people remember him, you know, because he played for them, he played for the Expos, he played for the Yankees, he played for that that team that won a World Series that nobody remembers. <laughs> right, he takes it from 1989 to 1998. What was that? It, it feels but, like, but, but 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 I can say he was with the um, Expos, the Astros, the Diamondbacks, the Yankees. Yeah, I remember him for some of them other teams more so yeah. than you remember him for Seattle. Even though because he played, because Griffey was the big star. I guess you could yeah. say. 
Yeah, like I said, it's like it's almost like it's almost like A Rod. It's like uh, they not mm-hmm. going to A Rod's number because he he didn't play with them long enough. But. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You that that was that was Griffey's time. You probably remember um, A Rod more for you know Yankees and stuff like that. The Rangers. Yeah. Exactly, Rangers and Yankees. That's that's I think that's where he remembered more so than I think we forget. Yeah, he was, he was uh, on Seattle too. Uh, and then Randy, he won a World Series with the Diamondbacks too. So he didn't win a World uh, Series. The, the the team that no one remembers with no one no one no one like I said if I hadn't if I didn't say that you would totally forget that they won that World Series that's like probably one of the most forgettable World Series winners exactly and they beat the, I think they beat the Yankees too so that's pretty that's pretty big so right so which is nobody, nobody nobody talks about that though nope. They don't talk about it. Hey, what the hell? They don't talk about the Florida Marlins winning the World Series twice. That, yeah, that is true. They do not talk about that. Those two World Series, yeah, they do not talk about those. Especially the fact that the expansion team won the World Series in year four. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they don't. They don't talk about. It. They came along in mm-hmm. ninety three. And even in that moment, I mean, you're, I mean, you're down there in Florida. You hear people talking about the Marlins winning the winning the World Series. <laughs> Look, I, I I swear, I can ask people that have been living here their entire life. Hey, you remember when the Marlins won the World Series? They're probably looking like, what? Oh, uh, what the Marlins? <laughs> are you crazy? Well, they ain't never win the World Series. Like, all right. Okay. I, I saw it happen. You saw I saw it happen, too. Shoot, I saw it with my own two eyes. I saw it. Yeah, but, I mean, but, yeah, but those Seattle teams, and it's, it is ironic that as, as stacked as they was with, you know, certain players, they couldn't. Get over the hump of mm-hmm. you know they they really could that post the postseason just never clicked for them. Yeah, mm-hmm. they was they was they was good during the regular season, and even those each row teams they went they was winning over a hundred and you know fifteen some games. Oh yeah, but yeah. when they got to that postseason, it was like all right, because mm-hmm. they had nothing to show for it. It's like it's like they were truly just a regular season team. And then mm-hmm. when they get to the playoffs, it's like, Pshaw. all right, the, the the real team's time to play type mm-hmm. of thing because they get knocked out in the first freaking round. Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell is happening here? So, but I mean, I, I mean, Nick, and, and I, I'll finish up with this: the Kingdom, that stadium. Oh man, love the Kingdom. Yeah, it it, it felt like. No, excuse me. Um, it like looking at that stadium, it was like. You know the Astros Stadium, um, or even um, you know the King. Well, it's funny. It's called the King Dome, and we know a certain King Dome from another, you know, little sport that's out mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. over in, over in Japan. Yes, right. Yes. And it's just kind of funny how they kind of coincide. They both called the King Dome, right? Mm-hmm. Um, both figure. Right, is <laughs> but yeah, it was just something just kind of cool about that stadium. This new stadium, this uh, T-Mobile Park nonsense, uh, it's like, mm-hmm. which I, I, you know, that's what I don't like about a lot of these new stadiums across all sports. Like the iconic stadiums have been thrown away in these janky, you know, product names for stadiums. T-Mobile. Yeah. Why is it called T-Mobile? T-Mobile. Park? Yeah, ex- ex- exactly. That's that's just like oh, like I said, you don't have too many of those really like old stadiums anymore. I mean, you got still got you got Fenway, you got Wrigley, you got Camden Yards. 
think that's, that's, I think that's, that's about a, it. I think that's about it because all the other stadiums are like newer. Yeah, because 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 Yankee Stadium is not the original Yankee. That's stadium. not the original Yankee Stadium. No, they they redid that one. Oh. I think all the other stadiums, yeah, are newer newer stadiums. Yeah, that, those those might be the only three off the top of my head that still had those old, like I say, Fenway, Wrigley, Camden Yards. Yeah, it's just kind of sad that you know you take away tradition like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Crazy, crazy, crazy. But um, any other thoughts on the Mariners? I mean, they were. I, I look at the Mariners as being, a, and I'm and I'm talking about the teams that we saw in the '90s. They was. I felt like they were the. I want to say the great value version of the Atlanta Braves of the '90s. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, like. Mm-hmm. Where the Braves could win all those pennants and get one World Series, the Mariners couldn't get anything. No, <laughs> I don't even think they even got to a World Series. They don't even get no. to a, they didn't no, even they get to one. At least, at least, at least you could say, hey, at least they got to a World Series. They didn't even get to a World Series. But you, but for a time period, you had arguably the best player in the league, the kid, yes, Ken Griffey Jr., mm-hmm. arguably the best player. Yeah, you couldn't even at least get to a World Series. And I mean, but yeah, you had that going because, like, like we talked about, Ken, where he, I mean, he 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 was marketed on the level of basketball players. Yeah, he had the video game, he had the sneakers, everything. They, I mean, you didn't, you you didn't. He wore he wore the because he's the one that started wearing the chain. Yeah, the chain. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's the one who started that. Yeah, we didn't have backwards. He's the one who started all that. Mm, oh yeah, and everything. He was a he was a phenom. Really. He was. He was. He was on another level. And just makes you wonder, like, if if he was if he had a better cast around him, just think what they would have did. Oh man, they, they would have definitely won some World Series, no doubt about that. Or at least got to some. Or at least got to a World Series. Yeah. I mean, I think they did at least. Get to a World Series is just a just a shame. Yeah. So. And like I say, it's not that, I mean, the Yankees were the Yankees. You never a whole lot of teams really like dominating during that time period. I can oh. remember on on the you know, on the American League side. Mm-mm. So. Because even the Yankees had like a small pocket in time, and it was that was later ninety. They were they were, they were they were they were like the late ninety, like ninety eight, ninety nine, two thousand. Yeah, but they had their little. Yeah, because that was well, after that. I think one went in '96, but then, like I said, the back end of the, yep. the '90s, going into the 2000s, so yeah, like, they were like dominating the the, the um, Burger League during that time period. No, because I mean, you look, look, you look at before Jeter got there. What am I looking at the Yankees like that? No, like, they weren't paying them no mind. No, I mean, of course they had the name and the order the Yankees, but like I said, once you got you know, Jeter in there and you got Joe uh, Torre over there managing and you got you know. Williams, Paul O'Neill, Mariano Rivera. That's when they started kind of really kind of taking off and becoming mm-hmm. the Yankees. And that's and that's mid late. That was that, that was like I said, that was mid late nine. That wasn't nope. like early nineties. Nope. No. So they definitely had a window in there where they could have definitely had their little run before the Yankees kind of did their thing in the back, like I said, the mid to late nineties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um just 
just your overall, as we kind of, you know, this is the last episode for the season, just your overall thoughts of this um, past baseball season. Uh, and with thought, that, what's your last five overall thoughts of this past baseball season? I thought it was a good season. Um, You know, uh, there was a lot of, I would say there was a lot of, you know, interesting storylines. Because, um, like I say, you know, the Mets really kind of, Surprise people would be as good as they were during the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Aaron Judge ends up having the season that he has. Mm-hmm. Um, old man Pujols, you know, says, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going out, you know, like I came in, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the whole thing with how is with the um. With the Padres. Yeah. Uh, everything that happened with Fernando Tatis and how the team kind of said, you know what? We actually could be a little bit better without him. Mm-hmm. Type of thing. Um, the Orioles, you know, kind mm-hmm. of digging, themse- digging themselves out of a grave in a sense. And mm-hmm. Dusty Baker, you know, giving, giving the Astros a legit World Series victory. Yes. You know, because everybody was in support of Dusty mm-hmm. more than anything with this season. So, like I said, there was a there was a lot of you know good stuff uh, this season. You know, positives and gave people reason to watch. I should say, like there there was always something interesting. Um, you know, and all of it for the most part was good. Yeah, um, you know we, we had two teammates in the dugout, you know, yelling and screaming at each other. No, no, we didn't. We didn't, <laughs> didn't, have, we didn't have any of that nonsense. We, we had none of that. Uh, and then the phenom that is Shohei Otani, just watching what he continues I mean, to look, do is just—I mean, that's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's not even—it's not even fair what that guy is doing. It's, it's not, really not. And just imagine if he just imagine if he was on a better team. That's that's the only thing. Imagine if he was on a better team doing what he was doing. Like if he was on the Yankees doing that, on the Dodgers doing that, on the Red Sox doing that. He is a two-way player, and he's the virtually he's the best at both. Yes, that's that's what's insane about it. On that team, he's a two-way player, and he's the best player. Like for the pitching rotation, he's the best pitcher. For the batting, he's virtually the best you know hitter. Mm-hmm. Which is insane. Yeah, I mean, like I said, never in our lifetime have we seen it, and maybe never again in our lifetime will we see what this guy nope. is doing. You can never say enough good things about him because it's just, like I said, he's a cheat code. It's not, it's not even fair what this guy is doing to pitch and to hit at that higher level. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Now, anything you're looking forward to going into next season? Anything, any teams you're looking at, any players you're looking at, anything you're looking forward to in the upcoming season? Well, I mean, we touched on a little bit see how uh, Verlander and Max, you know, as the dynamic duo mm-hmm. with the Mets. Um, I think the Phillies are going to be interesting to watch with the whole Trey Turner signing. Mm-hmm. Um, again, what is it about the Dodgers that that they can't keep these these guys. They can't keep them. Mm-hmm. 
You know, they couldn't keep Max. You know, uh, why did Trey Turner decide to go to the, the Phillies? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like, what is it? What is it? Like, so something, something is, is kind of like, mm, I don't know. Um, I'm curious to see how the, the, the Padres do because Fernando will be back. Is he going to be odd man out or, you know, is he just going to come back and kind of fall in line and do his thing to help that team? Um, it's going to be interesting to see if Aaron Judge is going to continue on the path that he's on. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I don't, and I'm sorry, I got to kind of go at your team for a second, but I don't think they can get any worse than what they are. You know yeah, I mean? the Nationals, they, 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 they definitely can't. They, and it, and also too, another thing with them is this whole ownership thing. They talking about yep. selling the team, so that's going to be interesting to see new ownership. And it's funny because normally one of the big things with the Nationals is like the <clears throat> I probably talked about it on many times. It's like the bobbleheads. I've collected the bobbleheads many years. You know, I got Max, I got Harper, I got Soto, I got a variety of different bobbleheads. They released the bobbleheads coming out this season. They got two with um, the different uh, presidents, like they do the racing presidents. One is for the catcher, and one is for, I think, C.J. Abrams, and I think that's it. And I'm like, dang. <laughs> it felt, like, so, like, disappointing because they don't have the big names to really market this time to do the bobbleheads. I'm like, man, it's, 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 it shows you they are definitely in re- re- rebuild mode. It's like you can't even do nothing to really market the bobbleheads this time. That's just, it's, just, it's just sad. Like, I barely know who's on the team right now. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Because all these best players are on other teams. Oh, on other teams. They're, they're in the division. Trey Turner, Harper. Yeah. <laughs> and, what's gonna ha- and what's going to happen with Steven Strasburg? Is he going to come back? Ugh, is God. he going to retire? What's going to happen with him? Because the last I heard from him, it did not sound like he was coming back. It sounded like he's he's done. I thought he's not healing properly. It just seems like he's having doubts. And it's it's. Like I said, when they were announcing stuff for the upcoming season, they they didn't even mention didn't even mention his name. So I mean, I'm, but isn't that isn't that every every other all season? Yeah, that's just, I mean, that, I mean, that's, 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 that's nothing that's nothing unusual. I guess I could say. No, no, I mean, as far as him him having doubts and and all yeah. that, like that. I mean, man, because he he he's never gonna get back right. He's no, he no, he he's never gonna get back to that form that he was when he first came into the league. That first debut where he had fourteen strikeouts in his debut, and then that level he was at when he um when he won the World Series because he was a big part of us winning that World Series. Yeah, we had Max there too, but Strasburg he was on his game too. I don't think he's ever gonna reach that level again, which is, is no. which is unfortunate. I keep saying that he's Kerry Wood. Yeah. That's who he is now. Yeah, he definitely could. Like I said, if, if he didn't, if he doesn't, maybe like become a reliever and go to the bullpen. Maybe he becomes yeah. a pitching coach or something like that. Maybe he could teach pitching the guys. Maybe get some of these um, young arms, kind of giving them some guidance or something like that. Maybe he could teach the game. Who knows? But I, d- I don't see him playing. At least if he's playing, he's not gonna play at that level that he was at. Yeah, and I'm going to go out on a limb and already make a bold prediction that. The Marlins make the playoffs next year. Oh, bold! 
prediction. The Marlins <laughs> make the playoffs. Hey, yeah, 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 yeah. You had a Cy Young winner. Hey, so hey. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he went fourteen and nine. It's like how the hell you win the Cy Young? I don't know. You win the Cy Young award. Like I, I, I guess. But, uh, I guess. So. But yeah, I'm, I'm going out on the limb. Say the Marlins some way somehow make the playoffs next year. I'm going to make a bold prediction, too. Fernando Tatis Jr. gets traded. He does not. He comes back, and he ends up getting traded. He ends. He does not finish his career with the. With the. Um, oh, no. With the um, Padres. Oh, no. Because, like, I mean, we said it. He's, he's the odd man out. Yeah, he is. Especially with them having Soto over there now. You got Manny, and they did better without him, actually. Yep. He's the odd man out. He's the odd man out. His days there could definitely. I mean, if they can get it to work, hey, that's that's a lethal combination with the three of them in the lineup. But I I I don't I guess I can see him going elsewhere to finish his career. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there'll be plenty of teams lined up if he gets his act together. there would be teams lined up to sign him. I'm sure. Yep. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's it for me. A good show. A good way to close out the season. Anything you want to plug and promote, my friend? Uh yeah, so uh movie talk took a little break uh during uh Thanksgiving holiday season. Uh I wrapped up November with uh like an instant take spoiler free episode of me talking about Black Panther Wakanda Forever. That episode is up. But uh since we're in December now, I dubbed this month the Godfather Month and I kicked off uh episode two sixty eight with Godfather Month, where me and Jeff from Jeffers, we are diving into the whole Godfather trilogy, and we talked about the original Godfather. That episode was actually uploaded as of this recording today, um, and everything. So you can definitely check it out. And like I said, we are doing, we're gonna do the Godfather two, and we're gonna finish the month with the Godfather Part three, the one that people don't really like so much. So. Um, that's what I got going on over on Movie Talk side. Okay, awesome. Sounds good. And as far as I'm concerned, you can follow me on Twitter at Moneymaker Chris, Instagram, DC Sports Fan 23. Uh, you can follow this page's official Twitter account at slam underscore podcast, and also on Instagram as well at the grand. Slam podcast, uh, my football fans out there, check out my football picks, uh, football and friends. They are posted on my IG account. Links and everything is all over there on my IG account at um, DC Sports Fan 23. So definitely check those out as well. Um, another season in the books for the Grand Slam podcast has been great covering baseball on here for this past season. Um, Any last words to close out this season? Uh, I would just say that Benny the Jet was a street legend. Yes. Yes, he is a street (laughs) legend. Benny Benny the Jet Rodriguez lives on forever. Legend. (laughs) Uh, I need to watch that. 
Oh, you really do. You really do. What's that line mm. on that? He said that there's the heroes in it. There's the legends get remembered. I forgot that, that from that scene. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I can't forget. I can't. I gotta remember, remember, remember it word for word. But yeah, when he, when he got um the baby visits him in the dream, yeah, he gives him gives him that little speech there. But yeah, mm-hmm. that's, that's that's a classic movie. Love love Sandlot. Like those that have, if you haven't seen Sandlot, definitely check out the Sandlot. Um, yeah, and, and after you watch the movie, get some pee. P.F. James or whatever. Yes, yes, yes. P. James, I, saw, I, I, saw, I, saw, I forgot where I saw that, but they, they still sell those. I saw them on Saturday. They have a website. They, they still sell those. I said, man, <laughs> I, need, I, need, I, need, I need to get me a pair of those. <laughs> see, <laughs> see if I can tackle the beast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Now, don't, don't go out and try to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> But uh, you guys take care. Be safe as always. And we will see you next season. Peace out. Peace.